Welcome back to another episode of No One Knows Anything. This is a little bit of a monumental episode, episode number 20. We've reached the 20s. So thank you for coming back for more. It really means a lot. Um, We are going to continue Small Business Highlight Month. Last week I had the girls from Senia. I thought it was a great episode. It was really awesome. I hope you learned something. I hope you thought it was interesting. Hopefully you went over and supported them. Um, And this week I have um, two more guests. I have Pam and Emily. They are two moms turned best friends who started their company Eat Sleep Tie-Dye during the start of the pandemic when they were getting a little stir crazy with their kids. They'll get into it a little bit. Um, They have amazing hand-dyed, embroidered, personalized pieces for everyone like kids, parents, babies, grandparents, anyone who can wear this clothing you can buy for. Um, They have really, really awesome stuff. And since the start, they've kind of exploded. They have over 18,000 followers on Instagram. They've put so much work into this brand. They've worked with influencers like Krista Horton, celebrities. Um, I know I've seen, you know, their stuff on The Situation and people from The Bachelor and things like that. They've been seen on Bravo and Page Six. They've really just put a lot of time and effort into this brand and making it something that was really cool and could stand out in a time where we kind of were inundated with matching sets and tie-dye. So they are going to get into their story a little bit. So um, we're also, I'm switching up the format a little bit. I'm doing a little intro and then we'll go into the formal, I guess, quote unquote, interview portion, the interview portion of the podcast. No, um, the, the, you know, where I talk to my guests, we're going to see how it goes. Let me know if you like what you hear. As always, you can follow along at no one knows underscore pod on Instagram and you can follow Eat Sleep Tide. I'll give them a little plug before we get into it at Eat Sleep Tide on Instagram as well. So let's talk to Pam and Emily. All right. Hi, Pam and Emily. Welcome to No One Knows Anything. Hi, Hi Denise. Um, so can you just give everyone a little intro to Eat, sleep, tie-dye, the story behind it, what the brand is, kind of summarize it in your own words. Like if someone were to ask you, like, what do you guys do? What is it? (laughs) Sure. Um, So we started this small business without knowing we were starting a small business at the beginning of quarantine. We were trying to keep our kids busy. We actually started an Instagram page called Quarantini Mommies First where we were doing different activities with our kids, sharing recipes, just things to like keep moms busy, keep things light and easy during quarantine because it was such like a hard time. Um, And one of the projects that we did was tie-dyeing with our kids. And we bought the cheapest set you could ever buy from Target. It had like this orb on it. It was just horrible. Um, My kids ditched me. They like got sick of it. And we just kept tie-dyeing and... Um, we thought it was fun to like put tie dye on our kids. We were making things for ourselves and we decided to post it on Instagram and one thing led to another and here we are. Yeah, I can attest. You guys make great stuff. I like, I still wear the, I have a blue, just like basic tie dye that I bought in the beginning of quarantine. Oh, I remember. Yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. It like got me through teletherapy. I literally wore it every day, like (laughs) to the point where my kids were like, you're wearing it again. And I'm like, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) 
this is all I'm wearing. Um, so you guys started out of quarantine when I feel like there was like, when you were like scrolling through Instagram, that's all you saw was like tie dye businesses or like clothing and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Did you, I mean, you said you didn't know that you, you started it without knowing that you started it kind of like, it just kind of, not that you fell into it, but you kind of just like stuck with it and kept going. Did you like compare yourself to other brands, like outside of inspiration or like to get a feel for like the industry? Like, did you, do you find yourself like comparing yourself to other brands or like, did you at the start and like, how have you kind of like become separate or like stood out from the others? Like when it was so saturated, I feel like at the time and even still now. I think it took time for us to kind of figure out who we were. Like, I think we started, we just tie dyed, we were figuring it out. We were YouTubing videos. And I think, you know, in the beginning, a lot of people were doing the same thing, you know, just making different tie dye and selling what they made. And I think over time we've developed into like our own brand that's unique from other tie dye companies. You know, we offer embroidery, um, we offer, you know, all personalized products and we're continuing to expand on what we offer. So I think over time we developed like into our own unique brands. Yeah. I love the personalized stuff. I think that's, if I were to say like, and just like while I was prepping like for this episode and like people are saying like, Oh, like who's going to be on whatever. And I was talking about you guys, like the way you personalize is, is what makes you stick out. I feel like like the, and especially the embroidery, because I think embroidery is like really cool. And it's not just like the, I don't know how to explain it, but like, it's not just like a cricket where it's like, uh, on it, like a label. I don't know the right word. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like it's actually like part of the the clothing and it's not going to like come undone and you don't have to worry about washing it and things like that. Like it's like it good quality that. stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I feel like that's what people look for, especially when it's like so oversaturated, like all of these tie dye. And I think that is what made us stand out from all the other tie dye businesses because there were and are so many, the personalization and like gifting ideas and all those types of things, making it personal to each, every order was custom. I think that's really what made us stand out. Yeah. Do you think that like being moms and having kids and like things like that, like you guys, like you guys make what you would want to wear kind of? Absolutely. Yes. I feel like we know what moms want to wear in terms of like comfort, style, color, you know, all different factors, you know, we, and I feel like we we also know what we want to see kids in. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. That's a good idea. That's, I didn't even think of it like that way. Cause like I, you started with like a lot of like kids stuff and then it was like the mommy and And a lot of baby, a lot of baby stuff. Yeah. It's like like interesting how the brand has evolved from the start. Like we were doing so much baby pajamas were Literally, we couldn't keep them in stock. Um, And then we started the embroidery and now it's the sweatshirts with the embroidery. It's like things change so fast. It hasn't even been two years and we've seen so many different evolutions with the brands already. So it's just interesting to see where things are going to go to. Yeah. How do you kind of like figure, not figure out, but like, like you're saying, like where things go, like, do you follow like trends? Do you just kind of like make something and see like how it does in the first like couple weeks like I 
I don't have like any business, anything. Like, I don't know anything about this. Like, how do you kind of like figure out like what's going to like, quote unquote, like hit or not? Or do you just kind of like put it out there and see what sticks? I mean, we definitely keep an eye on trends and different things that are becoming popular. And, you know, I'm constantly looking for inspiration on different places. I'll look through Etsy and see, you know, where the styles are going. Um, But it's honestly really just a lot of trial and error. And just, I enjoy creating and just creating different things and I'll make something and it'll be horrible. And then I'll make something and it'll be great. (laughs) Some things hit, some things don't, you know, it's really just, just making what I like and going with it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's just from, I mean, my conversation with, you know, who I had on the podcast last week. And then just like hearing you now, like you just have to like make what you like. Cause if you don't like it and if you like, don't like believe in it, I guess, then like, how is anybody else going to? Yeah. And it's also just trusting your instincts, right? Like if we, Emily is the creative one, like she comes up with all the creative ideas. She's like, maybe we should try this new color combo. We talk about it. She just throws it together, throws it together. Um, <laughs> Literally. She puts it together. And I mean, it's just, it's going with your gut. I feel like a lot of the times and knowing what you think, what you love and what you think other people will love and hoping it sticks. And also like, I'll think of an idea and I'll start something and like things never go like the way they were planned. I'll start with one idea. (laughs) And as I'm making it, like it just like starts evolving into like some other idea. So like my initial ideas are never the same as like the final product because as I'm creating, I just think of other things that might look good on the shirt or, you know, different ideas. So, yeah, it's funny you say like, Emily is the creative one. Like what kind of roles do you guys play? Like, can you give like, maybe like how you guys met, like, I know what for anyone listening, like (laughs) how you guys met, how you decided to work together. I know it was like the, like the kids like hanging out during quarantine and then like how you guys kind of like fell into the roles that you play, like in the business now. You want to get this um, one? <laughs> <laughs> so we met in mommy and me when our kids were both six months old. They're three days apart. So that was like an easy way to kind of get to know each other. And we kind of just hit it off right away. Like we Talk didn't know each other. Dating. <laughs> yeah, we didn't know each other at all, but like became very quick best friends, I would say. Um, our kids loved each other. We loved each other. Like. It just happens in that way. Um, And I feel like all along, like, I feel like um, Emily, like, started, like, a vinyl business at one point. And, like, we had the quarantini mommies. And we were always just kind of, like, having fun creating with each other. We tried to get our kids Instagram famous, too, at the beginning. (laughs) We did. Like, we would would mess with them in clothes. And like take pictures of them outside and we have like the funniest pictures of them. Like literally they could barely sit and they're like falling on top of each other. And we're like, smile. And what were those? They, they, we were trying to be, what, what do they call it when you oh, dress your kids? Um, <laughs> like ambassadors or something. Yeah. Like, um, we wanted free, we wanted free shit. Okay. <laughs> Are, you let curse? Are you allowed to curse on air? Yeah, you, you're good. <laughs> But I feel like we were always just doing like crazy, silly things like that together. And 
this one just uh, worked out. <laughs> and in, ter in terms of like our roles, like we just fell into them. We literally yeah. just fell into them. Like there was no like, you do this and I'll do that. Pam is just, she has a, a background in advertising and she just like took over that whole aspect of, um, I don't know, what do you do, Pam? <laughs> I don't know, what do I do? Nothing, twiddle my thumbs. All the advertising <laughs> and all of that. It's just like that background in advertising and marketing, just like kind of intuitively, like I guess I just knew what to do in terms of like reaching out to influencers and even the fact that like, we should do that. Like, I don't even know where that came from. You know, like we just knew that that was our next step and reaching out to the influencers has been like huge for us because we get someone like a Krista Horton who has over a million followers. She posts us. We, it's not even only about the posts. It's like creating a relationship with the Insta Instagram influencer. So like, it's not just the posts, like they, we want them to love our brand. And we want them to constantly support our brand. So it's making those relationships, which I think is really important. And then um, another thing is Emily hates talking to customers. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I just, it's just, I, I stress out, you know, it just, I, feel I want everything I to be way. perfect and, <laughs> you know, and most of the time they are, but I just, Pam is much better at the social aspects. Yeah. So like the more like the customer service, like I'll, I'll answer messages, emails, things like that to like make sure everybody's happy. And like, it's very much split. Like Emily is the creative, like she comes up with the designs, the colors, everything. And then I'm more like business. Like if something goes wrong, like I'll handle it. Like if there's a customer that needs help, I'll handle it. Like speaking to influencers, I'll handle it. Like there's just like very clear roles and we balance each other very, very well because like my strengths are Emily's weaknesses and Emily's weaknesses are Emily's my strengths. strengths. Did I, Emily's no, strengths are my weaknesses. No, Emily's I just only have strengths. I only I'm have just strengths. a weakness. <laughs> <laughs> Emily's just a weakness. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. You just like kind of naturally just like your personalities like it works that you both yeah are like and like on it's funny because we're end. so the same in so many ways but when it comes to this business it's so clear where we're different it's yeah really funny right it like comes to light when like shit has to get done right yeah. <laughs> like who's gonna take care of it we yeah. rarely we rarely have to like say hey like you're doing this and I'm doing that just because like the orders that come in it's just like we just know like, oh, Pam's going to take this one. I'm going to take this one. It's yeah. Just, yeah. You just like, get once it. in a while, it's like, oh shit, are you taking this one? Do I take this one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you Basically. both also have two tiny humans that you're each taking care of. Like, it's just, it's wild to me that like you guys, cause I know just like from like talking to Jesse and like knowing you guys, like how much work you put into this and the fact that you do it well, like Emily, like working, like Emily's full time also job. therapist, like a full-time job like I can barely stay afloat and like I only have to take care of myself like I don't know how you do that <laughs> take care of your two children and then also do this and it's just like wild to me yeah we just you know I mean at least I know myself I lose it on a daily basis I'm just barely hanging on by a thread <laughs> <laughs> that's not true that's not true she kills it every day oh my goodness I feel I know it's it's crazy though what what do you guys think has been like 
the hardest part and the most rewarding part of this now that you're like in it I mean you guys have like you guys have 18,000 followers on Instagram like it's it's a business it's like it's a full-blown like big it's a decent business like you guys really made this into something great and successful like what has been the hardest part so far the hardest part is honestly like keeping up (laughs) and getting everything done and getting you know making sure all our customers are happy and you know making sure that we have returning customers because we want everybody to love our product and come back so you know we always try to make sure our customers are happy and I think we you know especially Pam does a very good job of that (laughs) you know customer service is our priority it's our number one number one thing right because the relationships you have like you said like with the Krista Hortons of the world like if they love you they have like diehard followers like then by default their followers are gonna love you too right that's so true um have you had any like whoops moments every day (laughs) (laughs) where I mean go go ahead ahead. (laughs) I mean we're making everything by hand right like it's not like it's going to a warehouse and like it's all being done all at the same time like we are literally making making every single piece one by one by one so there are constant mess ups we will tie dye something the wrong color or we'll embroider something on the wrong size or we'll personalize something with like the totally wrong name and like (laughs) Or the machine will, like, the embroidery machine will literally just, like, destroy what I'm making. And it's not my fault. It is the machine's fault. It's <laughs> always the, the I'm like, Emily, you messed it up. She's like, no, no, no. The machine. Yeah. The machine. And I stand by that. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> As you should. That's hilarious. You guys are in, like, an interesting situation because you are such close friends. Do you... Like people always say, like, don't go into business with friends, don't go into business. Oh, with yeah, we've family. heard that a million times. Things like that. Like, what are like the perks, maybe the downfalls, like from your experience? Like, maybe I mean, from the sounds of it and just like knowing you guys, like it's been great. But like, yeah, give us like a little behind the scenes. Like, what's <laughs> like what's the best part about it? And then also what's like the like not so great part about it, if there is any. No, it's all great. <laughs> I'm gonna expose. <laughs> no, you. I think it's great that we know each other so well. We're like sisters, like we could be brutally honest with each other. So that like really helps us through, I think. Um, And betters our product because we're not afraid to tell each other if, you know, we don't like something or if somebody did something wrong. Yeah. Right. It's true. And then I think we also know each other. Like if I'm having like a really hard time, like I'm anxious or I can't motivate or like these things happen every single day. Like Emily knows to like, give me a break. Or like if Emily's having a hard time, like I have to step up and like give her a break. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. she'll, give me, she'll give me permission to, you know, take the night off or something. I'm like, Emily, right. stop working. Like you need to stop working, you know, like just giving each other the benefit of the doubt that we're both trying to do the best job that we can. And like, there's going to be times where like, I'm feeling off or she's feeling off or she's more motivated. I'm less motivated. But like at the end of the day, we both want this to be a success. So kind of giving each other like the benefit of the doubt, I think is a huge part of it. Yeah. And I think what the perks are is also like the negative in terms of being brutally honest with you. (laughs) (laughs) 
you know, yeah, it's like double edged sword because we don't, you know, Pam doesn't, we don't want to put out a product that, you know, people won't like. So sometimes it's hard to take some of that brutal honesty. Right. Yeah. You both have I mean, to it like- just happened the other night. Like we're talking about Easter designs and like there was one design that, and I was just like, eh, I don't know, you know, like it's just being able to have that conversation and like not taking it personally or at least like taking it personally. And like, then getting over it. Moving on. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Cause I feel like it's like, if you hold back, then that's not great. But then it's like, also it's like, you want to be brutally honest, but you don't want to hurt like each other's feelings. Like it's like finding that balance, which is like having that understanding that like, you're not going to as much as similar as you are. Like you're not the same person. You're not going to agree all the time. Right. Exactly. And let me tell you, we agree, I would say most of the time. And that's why we balance each other so well. Also is that like, we have the same taste level we like want the same things for this business. So most of the time I would say we do are on the same page. Yeah. 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 It's, it's awesome. And it shows like, that's how you create a great brand. And like another thing that I was like, as I was getting ready for this little like small business month, I was like, I want to highlight people who have like clear brands and you guys definitely like have a clear brand. Like it's just like, you're too moms who like started this and you're just like putting out cool things for people to wear and like it sounds so simple but like that's what people want like yeah and you're like so relatable and it says it's not ridiculous like you work with awesome influencers like the Krista Horton thing like I was I think just as excited when you guys like when she first had reposted you were like when she answered my email I I I might have passed out yeah (laughs) I mean, I, I was newer to the influencer world, but um, Pam, you know, loved Krista Horton well before. <laughs> so, so when she, when she answered our email and we got to send her stuff and she actually, they all actually wore it. It was amazing. Yeah. It really it took a year to get her to answer. So I don't know, like I have this theory that it was just going to spam and going to spam and then it's going to go to spam. But Emily's like, Pam, that's not real. It wasn't going to spam. I was like, oh, okay. But I'm sure, you know, I'm sure she gets hundreds of emails a day from small businesses. So it was just, it's awesome that she acknowledged and accepted and continues to wear our products. Yeah. And I feel like it's important to us also to like send our product to influencers that we love and that we relate to and that like represent our brand well. Like we don't want to send to people who are, not representative of our brand just because maybe they have a million followers. Like we want to be very picky about who we send to and make sure that it aligns well. 100%. Has, what has been, because you do work with a lot of influencers and I think the influencer world is so like fascinating. I don't it know much. Fascinating. Of, I don't know much about it, but I mean, I follow influencers. Everyone <laughs> does. I feel like now. And like what has been the coolest or the like the coolest person that you've you know been able to share the product with who shared you like that's been your like wow like this is really cool moment I don't I feel like we get excited for everybody that we send to honestly like everybody it's such a process people are like oh cool you send your product and it's like there's so much more that goes on behind the scenes than like just sending a product like 
we reach out constantly to the influencers that we want. We, they get so bombarded with emails and DMs and all these things that like, we really have to make ourselves stand out or we're just not going to get seen or we might not get seen because we get buried in their DMs or in their emails, you know? So anytime we get a response from somebody that we love, we are just so excited. And I mean, most influencers have been so nice and so receptive. And then we've had experiences where people accept products and then they don't post us or don't tag us. So there's things like that that go on also. And, but we've had more positive experiences than negative. That's good. And I feel like we've learned along the way from the negative experiences so that like, hopefully they don't happen again. Yeah. It's such, it's because I feel like it's so new. And I think like quarantine and the pandemic and everything, like really just like expedited the whole like influencer world. It's just like so fascinating to me. I mean, like I have no like business in it, but (laughs) it's just like, I'm always curious as I'm like, how does this happen? Like, how does this come to be? So it's like, but it's like funny because we can't just send to influencers. Like we have to have their permission. They have to actually give us their address. You know what I mean? Right. Like we need an address to send products. Yeah. And I think that's what some people think. I think they're just like, oh, you send them a DM and then you like, they just post and hit you with the tag. But like, there's so much more. There's so much more. It's like, it's like a full-time job, like reaching out to Right. Just reaching out (laughs) to people. And just being persistent because it's, you know, sometimes, you know, there's somebody you really want to send to and you reach out to them over and over again. And you know, they might not see your message and, you know, just being persistent to try to get through to them. Yeah. Persistence is key. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I feel you. So at the end of all of my episodes, I do segment that's called tell me your tops because I like when people <laughs> rank arbitrary things. I just think it's interesting. So for my small business month, um, I'm topping off ever every episode with asking you guys like what would be your top three pieces of advice if someone were to ask you like how to start a small business maybe even like specifically starting like with a friend like if you were to give three pieces of advice that you've learned in the past like two years about starting a small business what would they be um I think think where you saw you go you go I think one thing is like you have to really want it like I think like I've always joked around in the past about with my friends, cause we all had these like corporate jobs and we're like, Oh, I just want my own small business. I don't think you realize what goes into it until you're actually in it. And if you don't really, really want it, it's not going to amount to anything. Like you have to really want it because you don't make money overnight. Like we're two years in and like, we're making some money, but like, I can't like afford my mortgage on it. You know what I mean? Like it takes time to grow a business and you have to be patient and you have to really want it. Yeah. I think, um, another thing I just had a thought and now I lost it. (laughs) Um, you know, find, find something unique, you know, because a lot of people are selling the same thing. Like what makes your product stand out from somebody else's, you know, I try to create, you know, all my shirts, like from scratch, I'll use different fronts from different places, but I never want to sell the same exact thing somebody else sells. Like use other people as inspiration to inspire you. 
um, but make your own product, make something unique. Yeah, that's a good one. You have to like the, I had like the sisters from who started Senia, like a jewelry line last week on the podcast. And they said like, fine, their whole thing is like, find a problem. So like, you're not necessarily finding a problem, but you're just finding like a whole, like whether it's like the yeah. personalization niche or like the embroidery niche, like in this oversaturated like world of tie-dye like that's like what makes you stick out like that's your unique that's true you have a third one pam um tell me the question again if you had to give top three pieces of advice for someone starting a small business what would they be so you have i you have to really want it finding something unique and sell something you're proud of you know don't sell something quality um, we try to really find quality products. We've ordered things before and, you know, we don't like the way it feels. So we'll order, you know, we'll return it, find something different, like really make sure you're proud of what you're putting out there. Right. Don't just do it because Great it's advice. the quickest, the quickest and the easiest and it like looks okay, but it's not like it, like you said, like you, you're selling things like for people to be comfortable in pajamas, sweatshirts, sweat, like you they have to actually be comfortable you don't want like sandpaper right and I mean I don't think anything is perfect but we really do strive for perfection like if like there's all these checks and balances that go into when we're making a product sell like shipping a product and like if something gets down the line and like literally it's about to go in a mailing envelope and there's like a thread that we don't like it's not going out you know what I mean like we really do our best to make things perfect and sometimes they're not but we always at the end of the day will make it perfect for the customer and yeah. one last thing great quality service great customer sorry great <laughs> customer ser- <laughs> customer service makes a huge difference for a small business oh I totally. believe that yeah people will reach out to us like um, like it really doesn't fit how I want. And you know what? Like we say no returns. We say everything's custom, but if someone's not happy, we will make them happy. Right. Cause you don't know that. Like if you make them happy, like then they could become a repeat customer. Like right. maybe it is just or they like tell a friend or they exactly. Could, you never know. We just want everyone to be happy. Yeah. And we're actually very proud of the fact that we do get a lot of repeat customers. Um, and so that just is such a good feeling because you know they love your product and they come back for more. And we've right. actually had influencers who, after sending to them, actually, you know, purchase from us. So you we're proud of what we put out there. Yeah. You never know, like, who knows who or who's going to say what to who. Like, just be nice yep. to everybody. That was another piece yes. of advice that we got last week. I have a feeling that, like, they're all going to be, like, so similar. And it's so interesting because they're all such different. All the small businesses that I'm having are so such different industries and types of businesses but it's all of the advice seems to be like along the same lines which is cool to see um so now for like kind of a fun one that's totally unrelated but I know Emily's very excited about this (laughs) if you had to pick you're going on a road trip you have to pick your top five snacks like you're going to a gas station a 7-eleven whatever it is what are you grabbing for the trip okay Take it away, Emily. Well, you need to (laughs) chime in too. Well, I'm like a huge um, Cool Ranch Dorito. So like I'm going on a road trip or I'm going somewhere and I'm pigging out, I'm getting Cool Ranch Doritos. Number one. 
I have one thing that comes to mind and it's bold checks mix, specifically the bold kinds, the black bag, the black bag. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I mean, you can't go wrong with flips, chocolate covered pretzels. (laughs) Delicious. Anything chocolate. Give me all the chocolate. Emily. He's getting very serious now. This <laughs> oh, is I like, knew she, this I is knew she was going to take this seriously. <laughs> All right, Pam, you next. Go. Which one for you? Um, Pam is Pam say. is dairy free because she has a dairy allergy. So like her snacks might not be as exciting. My snacks might you. be a little boring, but the text mix has no dairy. We're good. We're good. Yeah. Wait, I had another one I was just thinking of and I can't. Oh, the barbecue, honey barbecue swirl Fritos. Oh, those are Ooh. delicious those yeah I would go with that good yeah all right you can't find these everywhere but they're just like (laughs) the best ever and I look forward to every Halloween take five bars number one Ooh. wait and M I know one thing that we would agree on is this number five no this would be number six this is six but go for it there's no rules here just go for it we have to shout out the crack cookies during Christmas Uh, time We call them crack cookies. They're like these sourdough cookies. Yum. And you'll find them in your local Wawa <laughs> during Christmas time. Let me tell you, I'm a chocolate person, but these cookies are crack. <laughs> they are crack. like that. Literally, you'll eat a whole tub. There's there's a reason for the name. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I I knew you were gonna deliver with this list. That's why it was perfect. <laughs> I could make a list of 20, like, let me loosen a 7-Eleven on a road trip, like, damage is going to be done. (laughs) Yeah, and like, once I'm in there, I'll just find like tons of things that aren't even on this list that I never knew existed, but like. Right, you have to try them. And most of the time, they're usually disgusting where you're like, it's like that weird, like, oh, these might look good. You take one bite, you're like, yeah, there's a high chance that these were going to be nasty, and they are. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what I always wind up with, but I love it. (laughs) Right. well thanks for coming on the pod guys let everyone know like where they can find you how they can support you plug away you can find us on instagram at eatsleeptiedye.com or our website at eat sleep oh no instagram no. is at eat sleep tie-dye and you can find us online at eat sleep awesome and i'm gonna post um If you want to follow no one knows anything on Instagram at no one knows underscore pod, there will be, um, there's a post over there with Pam and Emily, a little bit more about eat sleep tie dye, a little highlight post for them. And I, um, have them tagged as well. So if you can't find them on Instagram through eat sleep tie dye, then you can go over to the podcast page. Um, as always, thank you for listening. Um, and I will talk to you again next week. 